Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Here you go. Here you go. Circus. The nothing personal word of the day is circus. This kind of circus. Dun 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 Fifth row, center. You don't know where to look because it's all so exciting. So let's start by looking left. In that circus, look, there they come. It's not the elephants. It's not the tigers. Wait, what? Is that a, is that a bus? Is that the Marlins bus? No. Hold on, let me call Conine. Conine. We didn't give the Marlins our bus, did we? Don't do that. Well, actually, if they'll pay. No, no. Double the rate. Double. Double that rate. No, that's the friends and family rate. No, no. They're not family or friends. Okay. Let me know if they call. All right. I don't think it's the Marlins bus, but coming into the ring are something called sleeper buses. It's a sleeper bus. Why are the sleeper buses coming into the ring on the circus? Because here's what's happening in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Sleeper buses will pull up to the hotel where the Marlins have been quarantined since last Sunday. Today is Friday, July 31st, the final day of July. Hard to imagine. And if you get a piece of paper under your door, you are the lucky recipient of a bed on the sleeper bus back to Miami. Huh? They're taking a sleeper bus back to Miami? No, no, not the healthy ones. Any positive Marlins player or coach, if you are one of the 18 players who tested positive, you got yourself a ticket. If you're one of the two coaches, you too. But don't worry. It's not that long a drive from Philadelphia, but it's not a normal bus. It's a sleeper bus. You can rest, relax, stay quarantined. We may even stop at a rest stop and get you some Wendy's, maybe some Mickey D's, supersize. Then you get back to Miami. I'm sure that'll be great to go back to your homes when you're positive. Or are they going to put them up in quarantine housing in Miami? Or are they going to quarantine their own house when they're positive with little kids and maybe older people they live with? Hmm. Let's wait to get the report on that. But that's going on in one ring. Well, what are the other buses for? Wait. I got a ticket for a bus. I'm healthy and I'm getting punished. I'm one of the guys who didn't test positive in the Marlins. Why do I have a ticket for bus B? Bus B, that's a bunch of bullhock. What? Show me bus B. Get in the circus. Get in that ring. Ooh, that's a regular academy bus. Hmm. Where are we headed? Ah, we're going on the road. Baltimore. 
Just Baltimore. Oh, and New York? Hold on. Where's the itinerary? But New York City? And, and Buffalo? Wait a minute. So I paid attention to the protocols. I didn't get COVID. I'm now on a bus trip to Baltimore, New York, and Buffalo, and I'm not going to get home till August 14th? That's your plan? Ooh, there's the middle ring. Who's coming? It's the Tigers. The Tigers are there. Oh, no, it's not. It's the Cardinals. Cardinals are flying into the middle ring of the circus. Yep. So much for baseball throwing the Marlins under the bus. Pun intended. Saying that it's a one-club problem. There have been zero positive tests. We're going to pause the show now and wait for a statement from MLB on all the testings that's taken, that have taken place this week with zero positive tests. Just like the press release they did throwing the Marlins under the sleeper saying that no one else tested positive, no other teams, 29 healthy teams. Wait a minute. Where's the statement? It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. This is the part of the circus where the person on the trapeze falls into the net. And you, as an audience member, say, oh, there's a net, thank heavens. At least two members of the Cardinals have tested positive following their trip from Minnesota to Milwaukee. The game tonight against the Milwaukee Brewers, the home opener. I don't know why I say home opener. There's no fans. It's the first game at Miller Park. Has been postponed and will be made up as part of a doubleheader on Sunday. The game on Saturday will go on as scheduled. So let's just make sure that you're understanding what's happening in the center ring of the circus. Positive tests postpone one game, but continue on on Saturday the following day. Philadelphia has had the same number of positive tests, dose, a clubhouse attendant and a coach, no players, but a Citizens Bank Park shut down for activities. No games, no workouts, no nada. Is that because the Phillies played on the same field as the Marlins who have 18 positives? The Cardinals played on the same field as the Twins but only have two positives and the Twins in theory have zero, but we don't know because we haven't heard. Okay, so I think the protocols are becoming clear now. Four or fewer positive tests. Four or fewer positive tests mean you miss one game, you contact trace. As long as everyone's positive, call up your taxi squad. Bring in your players from your alternate training site and start playing baseball. If you have 11 or more players test positive, we'll pause your season. And if you've played a team who has 11 or more, but you have none or up to four, your season's paused too. Everyone get that? That's what's going on in the middle circus, the middle ring of the circus. Cardinals, Blue Jays postponed. Cardinals Brewers postponed, but they're going to play Saturday. That's a circus. Wait a minute. Look to your right now. Here, here it comes. It's the Flying Willenda family. 
These people are awesome. If you've never seen them, it's insane what they do. They go back and forth and up and down. They catch people. They've got biceps like Popeye. Sometimes they don't do well, but mostly they do. All right, here they come. What Are they going into the right ring? R-I-G-H-T, as in not the left or center? All right, what's happening in that ring? Anybody? Oh, rule changes, protocol officers, double headers, seven innings. It's like Little League. MLB and the union came to an agreement that all double headers starting Sunday with the Cardinals Brewers will be two seven inning games. Where was that during my 18 years when I was sitting at the ballpark for 13 plus hours? I love it. No, I don't. Here's the problem. The reason why they're doing two seven-inning games, and they're not going to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you. The reason is they believe this is a way to get people out of the clubhouse faster. They believe this is a way to save pitching and protect pitchers. They believe this is the safest way to move forward. The reason why they're doing this is double headers were not agreed to or scheduled as part of the March 26th agreement between Major League Baseball and the players. Double headers were not part of the schedule when the commissioner imposed the 60 game schedule. That was back in the day so many weeks ago when there hadn't been 31 postponed games already. It started with, it's possible not all teams will play 60 games. That was their first ruling in baseball. We'll do it based on winning percentage, but we're playing in October. Don't you forget it. We are playing in October. All of a sudden, games are being postponed left and right, and that's not even talking about weather. Last night, my grand, the pick of the day, nothing personal pick of the day, postponed weather. Hurricane, what's it, what is it called, Coca? Isaias? I, Isaias? I don't know how to pronounce it. All I know is it's coming right here out my window. Come and get it. I think I'm just going to stand on the balcony, raise my hands and say, please, please take me. I would never do that. I'm going to take in a chair and batten down the hatches, get under the bed and hope for the best. But there's going to be more weather postponements because there always are. Now we know there's COVID postponements when anyone tests positive for a day and you've got to start making up games because now it's not just about winning percentage because if you've got a team who plays 50 games and a team who plays 60 games, there is a decided advantage to the team playing 50 games. Now, as a team president, I would say, I want the most games possible because I want the chance to improve upon my bad start. If I have a good start, I want the fewest games possible so I can't screw it up. So in order to try to make it equal, so everyone plays 56 plus games, so the Delta is only four games at most between teams, you've got to have these double headers. And nine inning double headers take forever. But guess what? So does seven in double headers. And you're in a situation right now where Anthony Rizzo is already complaining about being at the ballpark too long. Remember, Anthony Rizzo did not opt out. 
Anthony Rizzo is a cancer survivor. He could have opted out and he would have, he's in the high risk category. He could have gotten paid, but he decided to play. But yesterday he lost his mind. This is exactly what cannot happen if you are the commissioner or if you are Tony Clark, who runs the union. Anthony Rizzo tweeted out after the rain delay in Cincinnati and the rain out where the Cubs were playing in Cincinnati. He tweeted out and he said, MLB lets us sit around for eight plus hours inside the clubhouse. Dot, dot, dot. I'm sure I can find that somewhere in the 113 page player safety protocol. That's a burn. Why did Anthony Rizzo tweet that out? First of all, let me give you the facts. The Reds game was called at 7.10 p.m. It was a 6.05 game. The rules in the 113-page protocol say you cannot get to the ballpark before five hours before a game. So the earliest Rizzo could have gotten there was 105. Now, when you're on the road, there are buses to the ballpark. The early bus would get you there maybe between four and a half and five hours before. The late bus gets you there around three hours before, two and a half to three hours before. When I would get to the clubhouse five hours before a game, it would be very, very quiet. There'd be a couple of people there for eyewash, a couple of people there for the free food, a couple of people there working out, a couple of people there pretending that they're studying, working, whatever it is. Very few people are there five hours before a game. But let's say for purposes of this argument, that Anthony Rizzo got there five hours before the 6.05 game. So he got there at 1.05. The game was called at 7.05. That's six hours later. Did he hang out in the clubhouse two hours more after the game was called? Or was he just exaggerating to make a point? My view is you don't need to exaggerate to make a point. The fact is they've got to be smarter, baseball does, about postponements about the weather. Listen, we all have weather apps. My weather app works great. It tells me when it's going to rain. It tells me where it's going to rain. And therefore, I can decide whether to keep the roof open or not. It's great, these apps. It tells me when I can run, where I'm going to get hit by lightning. I don't know if I did this on the show. I once got a text that lightning struck zero miles from your location. I guess that means I was hit by lightning. God forbid, which I wasn't. But the point is, new rules, in my opinion, need to happen. New protocols. Use the noggin. If you're the Chicago Cubs and you're staying in a hotel in Cincinnati, let's just give people a little geography lesson. Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati is not very far from the team hotels in downtown Cincinnati. It's not like City Field versus downtown New York City. It's not like landing at the airport in Denver and having to drive right to Coors Field. It is right there. If you know there are weather issues, you've got to keep your team in their room, period. Don't leave the hotel. Communicate with the home team. Explain that we don't want our team sitting in the visitor's clubhouse, which by definition is always smaller. When we built Marlins Park, you do things on purpose. The visiting clubhouse always sucks. The lockers are smaller. The bathroom is smaller. The showers are closer together. There's no rope in the soap containers. 
everything is clear to give an advantage to the home team. The lighting's bad. The color is sort of nauseating. The carpet is dirty. You do that purposefully. You want to get a little home court advantage. We learned it from Red Arback, Boston Garden. He would literally make the visitors who went play the Celtics, when the Knicks would play the Celtics, he would make it. He'd turn the air off in the visiting clubhouse. It was a misery in there. When you're a road team, you don't want to hang out in a clubhouse when you've got a road game. You just don't want to do it. So if I'm MLB right now and I see Anthony Rizzo's tweet and I see the fact that there's a three-ring circus going on, when I see the fact that I can no longer blame the Marlins as the sole perpetrators in the COVID outbreak mess, I got to go to the union right now and I got to change some rules. And the rules that I'm changing are not just about double headers. I need stricter protocols in place and I need the players union to buy in because I also need penalties to be put in place. Right now, there is no penalty in place for a player who violates protocol. So here's the following things that I would do were I to be in charge of writing out brand new rules in Major League Baseball. Number one, and this is a costly one for the teams, but it's necessary. Right now, you have a 30-man roster in Major League Baseball. That means 30 players are active every game. That means 30 players are making at least the prorated minimum. They're in the big leagues. They're getting service time. That number after two weeks is supposed to go to 28, and two weeks after that is supposed to go to 26, which was supposed to be the roster size in a non-COVID world. On top of that, there's a three-man taxi squad. So there are currently 33 players on site whenever a game is played, and then 27 players in the alternate site. I would immediately make a rule that the 30-man roster limit will stay in place for the duration of the season. It will be costly because you will have up to four extra players for a total of, let's say, 35 games. So that's four extra players at 35 games is 140 extra paydays at the prorated minimum, say it's 600,000 divided by 162. Just say whatever that math is, COCA. And that is what each team would have to pay to have the expanded roster. I'm doing it because I need players on site who are with the team and ready to go because I've already decided that if we've got one, two, three, or four positive tests, we're going to sit out a day, we're going to contact trace, we're going to test, and if you're negative, you're playing. Two, off days. Right now, they're playing 60 games in 66 days. Given that there are now two seven-inning doubleheader games, that's what a doubleheader would be, I would change the rule on off days and get an exception from the players' union and eliminate off days because it's more important to get to the 60 games than it is for the players to have an off day and they're going to have expanded rosters. So what you have to do is rework the schedule. Baseball has been doing it on the fly right now. You're gonna, there are not fans involved. We talked about it yesterday and nothing personal. There's no ticket refunds. MLB needs to take a look at the schedule and do a redo because you're going to have to eliminate at least half of the six off days for each club. Third change. This is a big one. A lot of rumors yesterday that the Marlins were in, infected by a 
pilot on their charter or a flight attendant on their charter or by going out in Atlanta. There is no way to prove how the Marlins outbreak happened. They can investigate until a cow jumps over the moon. There will not be a smoking gun. There is no way to prove that a pilot who tested positive or a flight attendant who tested positive or a stripper who tested positive or a waiter who tested positive gave it to a player who 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 who bought the team for Tuzuzim. In May, I wrote an article for CBS with a lot of people's help. It was my return to play plan. I want to bring your attention to one of the things in that article that I was clear about. Testing players and staff is not enough. Right now, there is no testing protocol for pilots, flight attendants, bellmen, room service, delivery people. Picture all the people being tested in the bubble in the NBA. Now picture all the people who are not being tested with MLB. All the people who have access who are touching things that players are touching. People who are preparing food, delivering food, picking up bags, dropping off bags. Are they testing flight attendants and pilots? Maybe. Are they testing them every day like they should? No. Right now, you change it that every ancillary employee, there's no tier one, tier two, tier three. If you're using up too many test kits, do what the NBA did, buy some test kits and give them to communities around baseball. The way NBA has donated kits. It's like leaving, this is my favorite. Side note, Coca. Companies who want to leave a zero carbon footprint and they'll say that this event was a zero carbon impact event, zero carbon footprint. It's actually horse hockey. What it means is that they are paying money to plant a bunch of trees somewhere or to do something that cleans up someplace else. There is no such thing as a team or an entity having zero carbon footprint. Even the new stadium in Seattle called, oh God, Amazon bought the naming rights. Coca, save me. It's called like Climate Pledge Forum or something. I never thought it could happen to me. Climate change, climate pledge, whatever it is, Coca has disappeared. It's Friday. Where, where would I think he hadn't? Here, here it comes. Climate Pledge Field. I don't think that's what it's called. But anyway, it's called Climate Pledge Arena. Thank you, Matthew. Happy unbirthday to you. No, it's not his birthday. The guy does one podcast. He appears on at Lowers After Hours. Is that what it was called? You should download it. It's a great podcast. It's fans of the Lebitard show with Stu Gotts. They have their own podcast. I was on it once. Coco was on it. I don't know when they're going to release it, but he had a great time, as I told him he would, because the people there are great. They're huge fans of Lebitard. They're fans of nothing personal, and now they know that Coca is a real boy. I don't know why I'm talking about it, except that Coca may be still flying high from that hour-long podcast. So we're testing everybody. Bubble or no bubble. No more tears. Test everyone. I was telling you about the carbon footprint. That's where the plane was going, Coca. Carbon footprint. So what you do when you say it's a zero carbon footprint, you just buy stuff. You give money to people. 
so they can do good in the world. So what the NBA is doing, because they're using so many tests, is they decided, hey, we're going to take care of people in Orlando so no one can say that we're taking kits out of the people in Orlando so that we are not hurting anyone publicly with public health. Great idea. Whatever, right? So the MLB, MLB, not the MLB, MLB could do the same thing in all 30 cities. Buy some kits and test everybody. Number four. I said it once, I'll say it again. Road hotels. Every team should stay in the same hotel because then you can control one hotel in every city. You can control how it's cleansed. You can control how they test the housekeepers, the chefs, the front desk people, the people who do the baggage, luggage handlers. If you don't like staying at a Westin, you'd rather stay at a Ritz. You don't want to stay at a Marriott. You'd rather stay at a Four Seasons. I don't want to hear it. Every city needs to designate one road hotel, which agrees to host every team who comes to that city and agrees to follow MLB protocols. Listen, if you don't want to travel and you want to get into a bubble, keep doing what you're doing, MLB. If you want to get smart, read a damn article and make some changes. Listen to a pod, maybe even subscribe, maybe even vote for podcast of the year. Set the road hotels. The traveling secretaries will get through it. So will the players. So will the owners. Next, travel days. When a team has to travel, and we already know traveling is a problem, but we are testing everyone the day before they travel, and we don't get on the plane until the latest tests come back for everyone in the traveling party. If you're positive, you don't get on the bus. You don't get on the plane. If you're negative, you get on the plane. No cards on the plane. Everybody sits apart. And if you're using a plane that is used in a regular commercial plane where regular people are flying on that Delta all coach plane, there has to be a cleaning by MLB prior to anybody in a MLB traveling party getting on the plane. Not the way Delta cleans it or American with their bombs and whatever else they do. They're cleaning bombs. There have to be MLB compliance officers watching those planes get cleaned. No food service. No need for flight attendants to get out of their seats. No need for pilots to open the door, even though they're still being tested. But the front door should be closed. You enter the plane from both the rear stairs and the front stairs. No one gets out of their seat unless you have to use the bathroom and you raise your hand. You think I'm joking. I'm not joking. Road rules. Don't encourage players not to leave the hotel. There is no leaving the bubble of your hotel. Hard stop. I'm only telling you how this has to work if MLB has a chance to continue. The road rules are you are in your ballpark and you are in your hotel room. That's it. There will be food that will be made and that will be delivered to you and it won't look like the food that first got into the bubble at the NBA. This will be gourmet food to go. I have seen chefs do it in clubhouses. Marcello, the Marlin chef, could make a five-star meal to go. When you're a visiting team, you're not getting five-star food anyway. You're generally ordering, ordering out from restaurants. 
you package it, you give it to the player, and it is waiting for them in their room, like where the wild things are with Max and his mother. When Max got into his room after a hard day having a rumpus, his dinner was there, and it was still hot. We can do that at the road hotels. Home rules. It's very simple. You are in your home, and you go to the ballpark. That's it. Home is like the road. Road is like home. You don't like these rules? I get it. It's not great. I get it. But either you want to play baseball or you don't. Because right now, the three-ring circus that is MLB, it's not headed to a good place. Next. How about a modicum of goddamn consistency? A modicum. The Marlins test positive four people. You play the next day. Then the Phillies are shut down, but they're working out. Then the Phillies have a positive test. They're not working out. Then the Cardinals have a positive test. They miss a game, but then they're playing Saturday. What am I missing? Hold on. Let me do the math. I must be missing something. So the Marlins test four people positive, but they play. But that wasn't going to work. So then they adjusted. And now the Phillies had played on the field with the Marlins, but had no positives, but they were not going to play games. So they don't infect another team, but they could be together and work out. Okay. But then the Phillies get a positive test, not with a player, but with a coach who players had been around in a home clubhouse attendant. So then you can't work out anymore. Then you have a team who is on the road, who actually has only two players who test positive. They can't work out. And they miss only one game. Okay. All right. Here's where it is. Here's what we're going to do. Set a rule and make it a rule. Between zero and four positives, you may do the following, A, B, C, D. A, you, everybody stop right where you are. Everyone gets tested. Everyone doesn't move from a quarantine. They're immediately quarantined until that test comes back, hopefully within 12 to 24 hours. Everyone who tests negative, if there's only been four positives, the show goes on. If there are between four and 11 positives on your team, you stop where you are, you test, but it's not good enough to have one day of all negatives. There have to be three straight days of negative tests before your team can continue. 11 or more positives, stop where you are. There need to be negative tests for eight or more days before you can continue. If you don't like those numbers, find other numbers, but make it consistent so everyone understands what's happening. Right now, I got to go breaking news every month in Gdunishthik because another team cancels, another team's positive. Get, get on, put on your shirt, get your IFB in. It's a postponement. If we knew what was going on, it would just be a news in 90 item. Those are the rules that have to change. I'm looking for some of those rules to change. I'm not making it a wait to see. 
And I'm going to ask you to hang around because we're going to talk about a few other things before this day is over, including the NBA and its return. But when we come back, we get to talk about something better than all of this. Margot Robbie. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back. You think I'm not watching movies? Of course I am. What do you do when you're super stressed out? You're training for a big race. You've been working hard. You're not going to give up your movies or TV shows. So I finally watched a movie. Now, it's a very long title, so here it goes. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. That may be the worst title of a movie of all time. I'm just going to call it Birds of Prey. Harley Quinn is like a DC comic superhero played by Margot Robbie. Another bird of prey is Rosie Perez from my favorite movie, Fearless. She plays, a. she starts off as a detective in the police department, quits and joins this superhero group. Birds of Prey is a movie that tried to be Deadpool and failed. Margot Robbie tried to carry a movie as a superhero And I don't want to say she failed. What I want to say is that she tried too hard not to fail, and it came off that way. So when you're in a position, when you're trying to start a franchise, the worst thing you can do is put yourself in a position where you feel like you're trying to start a franchise. It has to be more organic than that. It has to happen. Now, there are examples Say when Back to the Future was so successful, they filmed Back to the Future 2 and Back to the Future 3 at the same time because that's how they could get the actors. But they knew after Back to the Future 1, they had history and they knew they had greenlit 2 and 3. Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, you see how successful it's going to be. You green light, you can film a few at a time. Fast and the Furious, maybe. John Wick, did they, hey, Coca, did John Wick film two and three at the same time? Unlikely, because hard to get Keanu Reeves to commit to a back-to-back shooting, I would guess. Hard to know how the John Wicks were going to go. The point is, one of my favorite franchises, if you can call it that, Deadpool, Mission Impossible, you don't try. It just happens. So in Bird of Prey, Margot Robbie, and it's very much about Women in power, it's all women are the superheroes. It's what they do to men, and, and, and it shows their power, their strength, their beauty. They're very careful. Margot Robbie, who is a gorgeous woman, and in some of the media surrounding this movie, she was very clear that she didn't want it to be her sex appeal, like from Wolf of Wall Street. And if you haven't seen that scene, you may want to. Check it out. But in Wolf of Wall Street, it clearly was her sex appeal that was part of that. In Focus, it was clearly her sex appeal with Will Smith. Birds of Prey, she wanted it to be about her mind, not her body. 
It wanted to be about her actions, not her look. And so while she still looked tremendous, you could tell with the costumes that they were trying to be understated versus overstated. I didn't have an issue with that. I found that the dialogue was not as clever as I would have liked it to have been. One of the reasons I love Deadpool, the clever dialogue, the great cultural references. There was not a lot of that. There were a lot of DC comic references that I read about after that I didn't get on the first try, that if you are a total DC comic nerd, that you will get immediately. And if not, you just won't. Birds of Prey is worth seeing. It is a popcorn movie. It's short, like an hour 49. It's 109 minutes. It's, it's worth it. I enjoyed it. I think there will be a Birds of Prey and the fabulous, fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn part duh. Okay, I said we get to NBA and we have to. So, NBA came back. Was anyone watching? You know the wait to sees, right? Yesterday on Nothing Personal, we had two, a two-part wait to see. One, Zion Williamson would return with the Pelicans, but he would play fewer than 25 minutes because he was out of quarantine. He left the bubble personal reasons, came back and just is returning to practice. He ended up playing 15 minutes. That wait to see hit. I had LeBron James playing the Clippers. LeBron James, I figured, was such a lead over the Clippers for the number one seed. I was a little shocked. I set the market high at 35 minutes. I took the under. Sorry, I set it at 30 minutes. I took the under and he played 34. And he only played 34 because the Lakers were up 11 late in the game. Then the Clippers made a run. They had to bring LeBron back in to play toward the end of the game. But last night, there was basketball. And it was awesome. I'm having more and more respect for what the NBA did. I watched the way they were on the bench. They did everything right. Everyone is bubbled. Everyone is quarantined. Everyone's being respectful for the moment. Everyone's wearing masks. Guess who scored the first two points of the new NBA season? I'll give you a hint. It was the Utah Jazz against the New Orleans Pelicans. Anybody? Who remembers Wednesday, March 11th? Was it March 11th, Coca? I don't know what day of the week. I don't know what date it was. I think it was a Wednesday night. That was the day the NBA shut down. The NBA shut down two minutes after Rudy Gobert tested positive for COVID-19. Guess who scored the first two points of the restarted NBA season? Yes, indeed, Rudy Gobert. I love symmetry. I actually love when that happens. Now, it wasn't perfect, The Clippers roster is decimated because of people who have left quarantine and have to, they've left the bubble and had to quarantine upon the return. We've talked on Nothing Personal about Sweet Lou Williams and his trip. He left the bubble to go to a funeral, stopped at a strip club to get wings, and then had a quarantine for 10 days. Several other Clippers players, Yannick Noah, that's not his name, folks. It is Yannick Noah, the tennis player's son, whose name is Joaquim Noah who's a very wealthy player who has not performed since he signed that deal with the Knicks. 
another, anyone remember his long-term deal with the Knicks? Another misguided signing by that organization. So he's now on the Clippers because they needed people to play. NBA screwed with the system in order to get the Pelicans into the bubble because Zion Williamson is a face of the NBA. He's already a superstar. There's no secret that Zion and the Pelicans were the opening game. That was purposeful. He has become a major corporate entity in and of himself. So the NBA came up with this plan that it's not just the 16 playoff teams who are in their bubble. They brought a bunch of other teams who are going to compete for the final spot. And in order for a team to secure the eighth and final spot, they have to have a four and a half game lead over every other team below them. In the West, it's just one other team. And in the, in the, in the East, it's one other team. And in the West, it's three other teams. And if the lead is smaller than four and a half, then there's going to be a bunch of play-in games. Basically, the NBA is doing anything they can to get Zion into the playoffs. The referees know it. The other teams know it. Zion knows it. It always bothered me when I knew that MLB was rooting for a certain outcome. I always recognized why. It's business. That's the reason. Having Zion in the playoffs will help. It'll help ratings. It'll help with sponsorships. I didn't quite like the virtual fans. I found that distracting. The people behind at the scorer's table were behind plexiglass. I found that to be smart and interesting. Okay. Coke is talking in my ear that he wants nothing personal to be on the virtual fan board. So there is, and he wants me to mention to you listening and watching this, the, the virtual fan board, in case you don't know, every home team. So if you watch the Lakers game, it's a, it's a court where all the teams are going to play. But the Lakers, when you're home, you get to put your logo on the court. And there's certain rules as to which fans can go on the virtual board. And if you're on the board, it's sort of live, I think, but you have to behave. And if you don't behave, they can sort of shut you down. It's, it's sort of like the um, old game show with Howie Mandel, uh, who, uh, not who wants to be a millionaire. It's deal or no deal, where there's all the people holding briefcases and you open the briefcase and it can be zero or it can be a million dollars. Well, you're looking in the background at these TVs that have people in it. Remember the NFL during their draft? They had a bunch of people on in the background and it was sort of awkward. That's what it was like with the NBA. But I, I like it. They're trying different things and they're able to do it because they're in the bubble. And if you think the NFL and MLB are not paying attention to NBA in the bubble, they are. If the NBA's bubble gets burst, which I called for in my wait to see where I said there will be a positive test. I don't think that will pierce the bubble or close the bubble. And I think if MLB is going to continue, they are spending time right now thinking, can they do their playoffs in the bubble? NFL is thinking, can they do their playoffs in a bubble? Because if the playoffs were to start now in MLB or in the NFL, we are finding so far after a week that travel is very, very difficult. So all in all, the NBA's return gets an A minus because you have to wait to give something an A until more games are played. Make sure the tests continue to be negative. I will look 
for continued press releases from the NBA, press releases which will talk about their rate of positivity and a lot of zeros. You remember earlier in Nothing Personal on this show today, we talked about the fact that MLB hasn't released a statement about their new positive rates because now they have to say that players are testing positive. Anyway, enough of that. Okay, Nothing Personal pick of the day. I didn't lose yesterday, didn't win. We had the Cubs losing to the Reds, but as we heard from Anthony Rizzo, there was no Cubs-Reds game. All right, we're still two and three. What do we got tonight for the NP pod? Nothing personal pick of the day. Let's go with the White Sox. The White Sox have a lot of hype behind them. Remember, they signed all those free agents. They won the offseason. I've done that before. It doesn't mean squat during the season. When you win the offseason, it just means you get to feel good for a few press conferences. You get to dream and hope. And then when reality hits, reality bites. The White Sox have not gotten off to a great start. They signed a bunch of their young players to long-term deals without Louis Robert. Great player, maybe. What does he have, 15 at-bats? People are already saying he's exactly what we thought. Really? He's got 15 at-bats. They brought in a catcher named Yasmani Grandal. They overpaid him, four-year deal. They brought in Dallas Keuchel, middle of the rotation starter. He was really good years ago on Houston. Now he's middle of the rotation. They brought in Gio Gonzalez, the guy who wouldn't, couldn't sign anywhere on a one-year deal. Edwin Encarnacion, DH. He's 40 years old, 35 years old. Nothing. Keuchel is pitching tonight. I'm going with Keuchel. Why is Keuchel my nothing personal pick of the day? Because the White Sox are a better team than the Royals. The White Sox will win this game. Dallas Keuchel will pitch well, but he will not be the difference maker in them playing in October. In order for them to play in October, Lucas Giolito has to pitch like an ace, and their young players, whether it's Mancata or Jimenez or Louis Robert, they are going to have to outperform because the other veterans are not going to get it done. But I get what the White Sox were doing. They've been mediocre forever. They won one World Series in 2005, and they're going for it again. They were chasing Amy. Done it. Been there. Hard to do. But at some point, you just say to yourself, screw it. It's business. It's nothing personal. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.